Shalom of Rachel, welcome everyone, Be'ez HaShem. We are learning Mishwin Simen Kuf, Lamed Vav, Sif Alev, Miheim Hanikroim L'Sefer HaTorah, Sefer Torah B'Shabbos. Who gets the Aliyahs in Sefer Torah B'Shabbos? So on the Deir Traditions page, Yotes, it's Simen Kuf, Lamed Vav, and the Mechabah tells us, B'Shabbos V'yomtev Yom Kippurim. So we finish discussing, we finish discussing, the Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos Mincha of the three Aliyahs. So now we're discussing Shabbos, Yontif, and Yom Kippur. Just, I want you to see the organization of, of the Shulchan Aruch over here. Koyrim Achar Alevi. So we also finished discussing the Koyin and the Levi. Right? So now we're discussing the third Aliyah. And, and subsequent Aliyahs after that. Now, what we're going to learn here in the Shulchan Aruch is not what we do. It's not our custom. Okay, but first we have to see what the Shulchan Aruch says, which is based on the Gemara, where? In Gitin Dav Samech, which, Rabbi Yisai, you learned not too long ago. Gitin Dav Samech. Okay. So, B'Shavaz, B'yad V'yam HaKippurim, Koyrim Achar HaLevi, after the Levi, you call up what? Tamidei Chachamim HaMemunim Al Tziva. The Tamidei Chachamim who are appointed over the Tziva. The Tamidei Chachamim who are appointed over the Tziva. That's the first category. The next category, the second category of people who get the aliyahs are Torah scholars, who are fit to be appointed over the tzibur. Now, what, what, what does that mean? What category of a person are we talking here? So it says the Ramah, you ask him a question, anyway. And he says it. He answers it. It's a Pasuk? Oh, it's a Pasuk. A Pasuk. Well, yeah, I mean, you have a different level of Pasuk. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You're saying but, but this Pasuk here, you know, like I gave an example. Right? Brisbane, Allah Shalom. Right? This, this, this was a person, you could ask him, Shachlarach, Halacha, anywhere. You know, we have Rabbi Shane coming up next. I'm telling you, I learned Rabbi Shane, and I'm telling you, he could do a pin test in Shulchan Aruch. He could tell you exactly on the page where it is. Not just Arachayim, Choshem Mishpat, Yeredeya, Ebenezer also probably, I just don't have to have experience with him too much of that. So this is this is a person who gets the, 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 the next Aliyah afterwards. And afterwards, the children of the Talmidei Chanim they should get the Aliyahs next. There's Allah, you brought in Shulchan Aruch. Okay? And then the leaders of the shuls, right? Then the next. So I know what Noach's thinking. There are not enough Aliyahs. <laughs> you see that? You see that? Well, by the time you get to everybody, there's not enough Aliyahs. In this theory, most people would never get an Aliyah. Oh! So, 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 so Jeff asked me that question this morning. Jeff asked me that question this morning. Literally this morning. I, I think the question is better than maybe my suggested answer, but I want to suggest perhaps as follows. Perhaps we're talking about a small town where you have, you know, like you have in the Gemara, you have it in different, you know, uh, you have this small little shtetl out there that they only have a few people. So eventually those those people also, the 12 people in town that make the minion, they will also get the aliyahs also, right? 
Because, he, you know, if you have a big shul, you can have the same people, his questions, you can have the same people getting the same aliyahs every single week. That, that, that's basically your question, right? So maybe, maybe that's, uh, there's no differentiation over here in the Shulchanach between small town and a large town. Yeah, you know, the, the Amaris will get Hagbug, at Galila. Yeah, okay, okay. So you know what? It's a good impetus to become a Tamil Chacham. Okay, there we go. Come learn our first Seder. Fine. Says the Mishra Sifkat in Aleph. Now there are two Alephs on the page. So this is four lines down in the Mishnah Brura from the from the where it begins. The Shabbos Yomtif. Shikhairin Harbe. And Shabbos Yomtif, when you have many Aliyahs. So you start with the Tamidi Chalm, the Tamidi Chalm that are appointed over the Tzibar. They get the, the third Aliyah, meaning Shlishi, if they themselves are not a Koyin or Levi. Kosov Maril. Mitzvah Likro is beyond to Vandoshim Hamamidim Makihilo. Lefiha Chaim Koydim Lakol, Im Ein Sham Tamud Chacham Muflok. Says the Maril. Maril, once again, was the one with the Rishonim, and Bene Ashkenaz follow a lot of his Minhagim, and the Maril says like this. Says the Mariel that Yisachar Zvulun, the Zvulun, the Torah that Zvulun has is because of who? Because Yisachar supporting, right? Yisachar supporting. You give covered to the Yisachars, and if there's no Tamad Chacham in town, who's next? Who would go next after the Kain Levi? Then this Yisrael, you know, you give to. You give. It's appropriate to give covered. Give covered to those people who are supporting the Torah. It's not chanif. It's not flattery. It's proper covered at Torah. It's covered at Torah. That's what the prima Godin brings down. Siv cotton gimel. Then we said, you give the children of the third category. You give the children of the tamidicha. Why? Says the Mishnah Brura. Because you're obligated to give them covet because of the fathers. It's a it's a covet for the father that the child gets an aliyah. We all know whenever your child gets something, right, you feel good about it. It's a cover to the office, says the Mishnah Gura. Then the, the leaders of the shul of the community. Now, the Mishnah tells us everything we learned until now is only in the scenario where they don't sell the aliyahs. But if they sell the aliyahs, this, we're not talking about this. this. Everything goes. We're not discussing discussing that case. Because, if we're not selling the aliyahs, then we do, we follow according to what Shulchan says, which we mentioned in the beginning of the year. That's not what we do today. When I say we're not doing today, meaning, generally speaking, the shlishi is usually many places like yeshivas and things like this, the shlishi is the most mechubadik tamil chacham like this. But in a place where they sell the aliyahs, which is very common, not so much in Shabbos, but Yantif, it's common. Yom Naraim, very common. And it's appropriate to, to pay for the mitzvah for the aliyah, the Mishnah here talks about it numerous times when we have these conversations. He says if you could afford it to buy the aliyah, it's a tremendous covet. Covet atayra, it's a schus for you because you spend more money on the mitzvah and you're giving you're giving money to the shul. Umalvachi yikalochalech lefichvaydeh, but just make sure that you call the person up accordingly to his covet. 
you know, that, that it still still be appropriate. Brings from Lavush, you don't want to cause a situation, even though you bought Aliyah, do it with Seichel. Call the right person up for the right Aliyah. Who are you going to give it to? Also make sure if there's a Chiyuv, a Chasan, you call up the Chasan. Now, I want to I wanna pause for a second before we see Sif Cut and Hay. I want to tell you something. We learned earlier in Simakuf Lamed Beis, the Be'er Lacha discusses the order of the Chiyuvim of Kaddish. From the whole entire Simon, you go through the whole Be'er Lacha over there, he discusses the order of who has Kedim and Kaddish. Like, remember you told me the story you went to Washington Heights? Only one person says Kaddish there, which you found out only afterwards, right? When I found out from you, right? Because you told me that, right? Now, who has, who's that person who has Kedima? Ah, learn the Be'er Lacha and Simen Kuflamid Beis. Simen Kuflamid Vav, right over here, in our Simen, the Be'er Lacha starts over here, goes through, and then to the next whole entire page over here. Discusses the order of Aliyahs. Who has Kedima to get an Aliyah before someone else? A person has the a person is, is making a bris. A person is, is a chas. A person is, a, is, is ufrof. Who, who, who comes first? You learn this over here in the, in the Be'er Lacha, and he tells us everything. And you'd be surprised. Sometimes you might think, you might think that your side has, has a preference for everybody. It's not, that's not correct. That's not correct. So take a look over there. Siv Koten Hei. Then we say on. Then everyone of the, of the nation goes next. Of the of the goes next. It's interesting. He brings down, which is not the general minute what I see around the shuls today, but the Mishmur brings down in his time period. Nachman said that the Messiah of the parsha would go to the one who finishes the parsha would go to the godel of the of the tzibur. Anybody see this on a regular basis? No, we don't see that. No, we don't see that. We see usually shlishi. Usually shlishi. I have to give it to I mean, the The only time that I am familiar with seeing that is by it's the end of its parsha. It's chazak, the Lee of chazak, mm-hmm. right? The last Lee of the whole entire sefer. Right. That's when you see. You know what the truth is? I, I mean, he says a sidra. Sidra means the parsha. He's not saying the se- the sefer. Right, he says the Sidra. Okay. Cost of the Shu Sarami means Simon Vov. One of the Rishainim, Ram Mins. The Mogam Shinobu is a pilot of Euler. In the place where the Pinus, the one who's involved with the Kehila, goes and gets the Aliyah, Aina Rishoy Limchol Laacher Shikram and Kaima. He can't give up his, his Aliyah for someone else, which is interesting. Because normally you see a person can be Michael's his Aliyah. Here we're saying the Pinus, the one who's I, I, I believe normally you have a pinus as uh, someone who is uh, the asker and the gabai is involved in doing sweating and schwitzing and screamed at and all those things that have to get done to make sure the minion runs. So you walk in and things are running smoothly and we don't think about what's going on. That person gets that aliyah that he was supposed to get and he supports the shul and, and he shouldn't be Michael. Who decides? I'm sorry? Who decides he's supposed to get? I mean, he's the one that decides that. Yeah, yeah, maybe the rough. The rough, yeah. If the rough decides, yeah, yeah. Then no, yeah, yeah. That's I'm understanding the parnas. Uprati din zem ovoyle kamon. We'll discuss this more in detail in Simon Kuf non gimel sifir debeis. Kasa prima gadim mashin aigen beis a kilo is ketanu is likroy lefiha shanim 
Listen to this. In small communities, so now he is discussing small communities. So sometimes they call a person who is older, but he's not so learned. Before Talmud Chacham. Because they want to show covet for their age. Says the Mishnah Brura. Lav Shaper Avdi. This is inappropriate. It's not correct. Don't call the older person before the... Call him off earlier, but don't call him before the Talmud Chacham. The Isurahu. And it's forbidden. It's forbidden. We'll take a question. I'm going to finish the seminar here. Vayim be'er lachem. I should attack no milavush. Mishari Ephraim. Once again, Mishari Ephraim is one of the manda omrim on these topics of aliyahs. Miyeser and and hilchos kriyas atayra. Miyeser achreinim be'inyan hanogos achiyuvim lalos atayra. Take a look over there. Milavush and Mishari Ephraim about getting aliyahs. We move right along to Simon Kuflam at Zayin. Kama psukim tzrichim likroi l'chol echad. How many psukim are you supposed to read for every aliyah? Now, if you remember back to Simkuf Lamed Hay, we learned that Moshe Rabbeinu established that you should be laning on Monday and Thursday, so that there shouldn't be three days that go by without Kriyas Atayra, and then there's Shabbos also, the parish of the week. Ezra Seifer came along and said, "What? How many aliyahs to lane, and how many psukim?" Now we're discussing that. Says. The Mechaber Sif Aleph. Beyom Shikoyin Shloisha, and the day that they call up three Aliyahs, and Kayim Pachas Measar Psukim. You don't call up less than ten Psukim. Now, this is the halacha. It has to be a minimum of ten Psukim. With one exception, we're going to get to in a second. Vaidaber Oilam in the Minion. And the Pasuk Vaidaber is part of the Minion. Meaning, it's accounted as one of ten Psukim. So you'll ask, well, why shouldn't it be? We'll see in the Mishnah Rura. And if you finish a topic with less than 10 psukim, for example, parish of a malik only has 9 psukim, that's sufficient, it's okay. Well, why is that? Parish of a malik is only 9 psukim, that's good. We just said you have to have 10. Why make an exception for parish of a malik? And we're going to see a beautiful answer in the Mishnah Rura why that is. That Parshas Amalek, because first of all he's saying it finishes a topic. It's a complete topic with nine psukim. So if that has nine psukim, that's okay because it finishes the topic. Says the Mishra Sifkat and Aleph, Pachas Measar Psukim, you cannot lay in that which is less than nine, not, not less than ten psukim. Now listen to this. Look how timely. We just finished. Yesterday was Isruchag of Shuis. Listen how timely this is. Shiniskon Kineger Aseris Adibus. Once again, Ezra Seifer established you should lay in a minimum of 10 psukim because it's established just like there were Seres Hadibris. Or, corresponding to the 10 sayings that Hashem used to create the world. Take a look over there more. Now, this is based on the Gemara Megillah. And I'm sure with you another reason, but I want to just make a connection. It's not just two different things. One is Aseris Adibris, and one is Asar Mamaris. I want to say, they're Tali Zebazet. The Gemara, and, and, and please allow me to, to explain this, to digress for a second, is the Gemara in Shabbos Daf Peiches. The Gemara says, when we make Kiddush every Friday night, we say, 
from the Pasuk, Yoim Hashishi. And Frek the Gemara, what's Hashishi? What's Hashishi? It's Yoim Shishi. What's Hey? What's the Hey Hayadiya? What's the Hey doing there? Says the Gemara, because the sixth day of creation was waiting to see, he was totally, he was dependent on a different sixth day. And that sixth day is the sixth day of Sivan, which we just had Shuas three days ago, the Vav Sivan. That if we say Nasev and Ishmael, we accept the Torah then the sixth day of creation will exist. If we don't accept the Torah, the world goes back to nothing. Absolutely empty. Zero. Now take a look at the Mishnah Brura with this in mind. What do we have here? It's either Aseris Adibrais or the Asamamoris. It's one and the same. The Asamamoris, the ten sayings that Hashem uttered to create the world, only exist because of the Aseris Adibrais. Because we said Naseh Nishma. You see that? And that's why we have to have a minimum of ten psukim. That's what the Mishra was saying. Okay. The Gemara in the Gilo Davchof Aleph and Bey says there's another reason. Hani Asara connected me. These ten, what do they correspond to? Explains the Gemara Megillah is brought down in Dirshu note. Omer Bishub and Levi connected Asar Batlonin. Shebebeisa Knesses. You know what it corresponds to? Asar Batlonin. You know what Asar Batlonin are? These are ten people. They do nothing but learn Tyrus Emes. There are ten, a minimum of ten people. There's a Kailam that support the world because the world is going and succeeding and functioning because of those 10 people that are not working. Now, I want to ask you a question. There are other ways that you could have used this term of referring to these people that are learning Torah. Why, why is this term, Batlanim, that there, which has a negative connotation in the colloquial sense? And I'll tell you a pshat. I'll suggest the following. Because, unfortunately, the incorrect mindset of, and I'll say the word, Amaratsim, is that they look at people learning in Kailo, and they say, let them go get a job. What are they doing with their lives? They're batlonim! They're wasting their time! And that's Gemara in Sanhedrin, Sadi Testament base. And the Gemara says over there, the Gemara says, you know there are people that lose the chedek lo'ilam Who are these people? That say, these learners of Torah, what do they do for us? What do they do for us? So you see, in the Velt, by the by, by the Amaratsim, they look at people learning Torah and say, I should support them. Let them go get a job. Let them go do something productive. They look at them as Batlonim. Ah, but we, Baruch Hashem, learn the Torah. We know the Emes. That is because they're learning Torah, down the block, or wherever the Kailam are, wherever the yeshivas are, that's what brings us success. You hear what's going on? Based in Gemara Megillah, I saw about Lonim, that they're learning in the shul, and learning in the base medrash. Okay. A little jush today going on as well. Sif Katan Beis. Sif Katan Beis. You have a question? We'll take it after the Sif. Okay? Sif Katan Beis. Minaminian. So we said... That Vaidaber is part of the minion of the Psokim. Even though that's the that's the Khidish of, of the Khidish. Meaning what? Vaidaber Moisha 
right? It doesn't, doesn't teach us anything. So I might think that, well, it didn't tell me anything, so it's not a part of the 10 psokim. I, I don't understand why I would think that. It's a pasuk in the Torah. But Lema'isa, that's what one might think. Says the plains of Mishnah Rura, no, it's part of the 10 psokim. Now we have the exception to the rule. What's the exception? Amalek, Pashas Amalek, there's only nine psokim. So the Mishnah explains Shekayin B'Purim the parasha of Amalek that we lay in Amparim. There's only nine psalkim. And that's okay. Why? Because it's salak, you know, it, the, the topic finishes over there. And Chazal did not want to add any more psalkim after the parasha of Amalek or before the parasha of Amalek. Why? Listen to this. Lerames to come to a hint and show us that's the pasuk kiyod al yod al case case is really kisei where's the aleph because we know Hakadosh Baruch Hu's throne is not sholem is not complete until when until we eradicate Amalek until we totally eradicate Amalek Amalek is the antithesis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They represent the opposite of Hashem. We're going to learn Pelyoyitz Mitzvah Hashem in a few minutes. We're going to be holding by the topic of Emuna. Amolek, as we know, is the gematria of Suffolk. Doubt. Doubt is the opposite of Emuna. Emuna, I, I have clarity. I believe you knew Hashem. Suffolk, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I once heard some, so, something that was horrific. I'm not horrific. I couldn't believe I heard it. Someone sitting and learning says, yeah, I mean, I, I guess there was a high Sinai. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I get, you guess, you get, you guess, you, you guess, you have a sulfic? You're not sure if there's a high Sinai? What does that mean? Of course there's a high Sinai. That's, that's emun shlema. That's complete emun and Hashem. Sulfic, doubt, that's a molek. So we say over here, why is it okay if there's only nine sokim? Because that's one topic, salak and the Mishra was explaining because it is a remiss to this. Chazal said, you don't need to add more psukim to this. Because Amalek's essence is that of taking away from HaKadosh Baruch meaning his kisei, his throne is not shalim until he is eradicated from this world because of what he represents. Let, uh, I just want to point something out that um, the Deir Shunot brings down that Lemaisa he brings, I believe, that by the Sfardim, they actually do add a tenth Pasuk, if I'm saying this correctly. But Minig of Ashkenazim is not to add another Pasuk. Yes, in Simin Tov, Reish, Tzadi, Gimel, Siv, Dalid, Sheyesh, Lichbol, as a Pasuk, Achlein, Meparsha, Zu, Kedei, Lahashlin, Asar, Psokim. That's the Shulchan Aruch. That's the Mechaber, Rabbi Yosef Karo. But Ulum Aramah, the Ramah says, She'ein Oigim Kein. So Minig Ashkenazim is not to. At least the Shukhanar can say meaning Svatim is to. I don't know what the Svatim do. I don't know. They do? You think they do? Remember? Yeah? Okay, good. Let's see another Allah here. Siv Beis. Ein Kirin im kol echad pachos mishloisha psokim. Shnaim Kirin shloisha, shloisha, ve echad kaira arba. Ve eizim yem kaira arba, hareizim ishuluch. So. Once again, there's a halacha brought down, and you will see at the end of the Mishnah, which is not our custom. 
Based on Sif Aleph, we just finished saying there are ten psukim. Okay, so let's do some math here. Right? Ready for the, you have the calculators out? Three plus three is six. How do we get to ten left? Four. So three, three, and four. The question is, how do we break up Dalias? So the Mechaber tells us at the end over here that the one who gets the four, that's the most, that's the most Choshev, which makes sense. You're more Psukim, more Tyre. We're going to see there are four different ways of dividing this. It's really three or four. What do I mean like this? The, the fourth way is our custom today, which we go until the first Aliyah. Okay, we don't do this ten Psukim only. Let's put that aside. You could have the first Aliyah is three, Secondly is three. Thirdly is four. You can have the first Ali is three, and the Menoir was in the middle. The light, the Menoir was always lit. So that shows that the middle is most chashif. So three, four, three. Or Achiroin, there's a concept of Maile Mekaydish. You go up in Kedusha. It's three, three, four. So once again, three, three, four, three, four, three, or three, three, four. You said that twice. Four three three. Okay. Make sure you're paying attention here. Okay, very good. Okay, you're always paying attention. Siv cotton Dalit, let's now see this inside. Kaloima, Demishikoro Yoisim Shubh Yoisa, one who reads the four is more praiseworthy. Because we see that the first is more khashiv, that goes first. The coin gets the first to leave. The coin is more khashiv. By the Menoyer, we find the middle is the most Chashuv. So the middle Aliyah would get the four. And the last Aliyah, if he gets the four, you go up in Kedusha. Therefore, the last Aliyah would be four. Therefore, each way you go about it, it's appropriate doesn't matter if you do the first aliyah with three, as we discussed all the all different uh, possibilities. Time of the Gemara, the one who was called up for the aliyah, he also lamed that aliyah, which you have, I think, is by Yemen Yemenite Svardim. Uh, right? Is that, is that you know, saying correctly? Temani. Is right? They 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 when they get an aliyah, they also lay in it. I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. Some of the Svadim. Not, not all Svadim, right? No. No. But, but uh, that was the original way it's supposed to be. By them, when they're like six years old already, they learn how to lay. Okay. So, he says, Nowadays, the Balkari lanes for when you get a Leah. That by the first and second Leah do three, three, and then by the Akron do four. And some disagree. What's the understanding? Someone is saying that is it on the Sefer Taira? We'll call it in the Lashon of the Brisket Taira. Is it on the Chefsa? On the item? Or is it on the Gavra? Or is it on the person? If it's on the person, but it's the three different people, so then it's not called Mayim Mekodesh. It's you, you, and me. How does, that's not Mayim Mekodesh. But if it's one person who's laying everything, then you have a Mayim Mekodesh. Right? So if, if there's a, right? So depending, that's what the Machlaikis is. 
Do you say Mailam Akkadesh when it's individuals? Or not? That's a machlekes. V'afshim nispashe the minim shekoyim b'mincha b'shabbos v'shein v'chamishi kol aparish arishoyin ala seder sheikru b'shabbos abo. Nowadays we learn we lane the first aliyah of the upcoming parsha. That's what and it's divided up kakosu b'sedum and suina of sarkas aparish l'shoyish anoshim and it's divided up into three people, but not because of three, three or four psukim. Im shinu miseder zeh ein ma'akif. Now what happens if they stop at the wrong place? Doesn't matter. You know why? Because they can still lane. Of course, it has to be a minimum of three psukim, and they're still going to lane the first aliyah. But just make sure that no one, no none of the aliyahs are less than three psukim. We'll stop here.